guys, and welcome to another episode of the Growth Chronicles, a mind, body, spirit podcast. I am your host, Coach Dana Phillips with Sage and Harmony Holistic Coaching Services. It is absolutely wonderful to be here with you guys today. Welcome to season two, episode uh, four, <laughs> episode four already. Um, so before we begin, as always, we have our legal disclaimer for to make the legal team happy. Uh, any information that is provided on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not meant to treat or diagnose any health or mental health conditions. Please continue to see your healthcare providers for those. All right. So now that we got that out the way and made a legal team happy, um, <laughs> we are today, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, so spring is coming and I wanted to do a little bit of like a spring theme type deal, like spring cleaning, but for like relationships and the things in your life that it's important to get rid of, um, or to let go. It's a, I guess a nicer way to say it. I was, uh, I was on Instagram about last week or something and I follow Jay Shetty and one of the one of his posts, he, he said he was asked on a podcast a few years ago, um, what is one thing that he used to value that he doesn't value anymore? And his answer to that was being understood. And when he said that, that really made me stop to think. Um, because a lot of times, you know, what, how we see ourselves and how we move about our daily life is impacted by whether we are understood or not, whether we're liked or not, um, and with those feelings of rejection, right? Um, and, you know, part of what he was saying was that, you know, sometimes it's hard enough for him to try to understand who he is and the evolving process that he goes through, uh, much less to try to have anybody else in his life trying to keep up with understanding him. And I thought that was such a powerful message because, um, yeah, you know, I'm 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 feeling that same way. Like I'm I'm in that state of I don't know that I want to be understood. Um, I don't where I used to really value that, and I used to value you know, people's, you know, opinions and their love and all of the things, which I still do. I don't take it for granted, you know, so anytime somebody supports me or shows me love, I'm absolutely grateful for that um, because you don't have to. But I also realized that as I change and as I go through this evolution, whether that's a spiritual evolution, whether that's emotional, mental, even physical not everybody's going to go with me to the next stages of my life, to the next chapter of my life. And I had to learn to be okay with that, which is where that detachment shows up, right? Um, and learning to be okay with detaching yourself. Um, you know, one of the things that I started noticing, especially now that I'm, I'm in a happy relationship and I'm, I'm happily married with my husband, is that some people aren't happy for me being happily married. Like, they were really fine and they were happy when I, I don't want to say they were happy, but they were, um, they were more supportive when I was in these terrible relationships and, you know, I had the abuse going on and I was miserable and I'm not saying that they were happy for my misery, but they weren't happy. And so it's easier to be in like company. 
Um, so the people that used to be, you know, I was close to when I was in all that in that low vibration state aren't really reaching out to me anymore. Like they're, and I actually had somebody say to me a couple of weeks ago after my husband and I got back from New Orleans um, and I was posting all the pictures and all the things. I actually had someone make a comment to me like, well, why are you posting all that? Like, you know, we don't need to see all of that. And I said, you know, but as I thought my friend, you would have been happy to be able to see me in this space because I know if it was you knowing everything that you've been through, I would be happy for you and I would be supporting you. Um, and so it was hard for me to grasp that because I was like, I was kind of taken aback to be quite honest with you. And I was just like, well, dag, you know, that, that didn't feel good at all. Like, you know, to, you know, you were fine when and didn't have problems when I was, you know, upset and I was crying all the time. And I was, you know, in these really terrible relationships, like you were showing up for that. And that, and I guess looking back, it wasn't even, it was showing up to be supportive, but it was also showing up because we were in that same kind of state. But since I moved myself out of there, now we're not on that same um, frequency, I suppose is the best way you can say it. You know, we weren't on that same frequency anymore. So now it's just like, you know, it's hard for, for certain people to see me happy, which is crazy to me because that's exactly the opposite of how I am, right? So anybody that's in my circle and they get a promotion or they get a, a you know, a big deal that goes on or, you know, they, excuse me, they land a big deal that's going on or they're doing great in their relationship. I love to support that. I'm all about that. I'll be your biggest cheerleader. Like, yay, that's amazing. Kudos. But it also kind of made me a bit sad to feel like, well, not everybody wants that same thing for me. Um, and so I think that being understood part of it also was understanding that I'm okay with being misunderstood. I'm okay with not being liked. I'm okay. And that that's a big deal for me to say. And that is a very, very big deal for me to say because I looked for acceptance and for love so much throughout my life that me coming to this stage now is really, really huge for me. Um, I still have the imposter syndrome. Like I still have little things that show up, but at the end of the day, I recognize that I'm not for everybody. I'm for very select few people and those people, those are my people and that's okay. Um, I always say there's 7 billion people in this world. I don't need to be involved in everybody's life and 7 billion people do not need to be involved in my life. Absolutely not. Um, and, and I just thought about that and, and you know, realizing this now, I was like, okay, well, spring is coming, right? It's right around the corner and I'm ready to, you know, plant new seeds physically, like even in my garden, right? So I'm ready to plant new seeds and we're planting, we're planting our, our uh, spring garden. Um, but I also had to think about what I wanted to plant in other areas of my life, right? Where do I want to start cultivating and where am I wanting to, which, which relationships am I wanting to nurture to be able to, to continue to have those grow? Or which ones are the invasive weeds that are just trying to take over, <laughs> you know, the garden and need to be cut out? And I say invasive weeds, like just being in places <coughs> that can actually, excuse me, that can actually, um, you know, hurt the other relationships that are, are happening in my life that I'm trying to, to nurture. 
And so even with that, you know, it's, it's being able to say, you know what, I'm, we're not in the same path anymore. We're not in the same place. Um, as unfortunate as that is. Um, and I can still have, I can still have love for somebody. And just because we're not dealing on a daily basis or we're not hanging out or we're not talking, doesn't mean that I'm your enemy. Like two things can be true at the same time. I could wish you well and move on from the relationship and not be your enemy. Still want to see you succeed, still want to see you win. But I just don't want to be a part of that because, you know, it's hard for me to create the space of trying to keep pull you up with me and keep myself afloat at the same time. I am a daily work in progress. Every single day I'm a work in progress. Every single day I have to show up for myself. Every single day I have to make decisions. Every single day I have to try. Every single day I have to go out and say, okay, what's what am I going to consciously do today? Because if I don't, then then I'm just going to like rot in this little corner. And and that's terrible. That's not how I want to live. You know, that's not the experience that I want to have. Um, I think that being able to, to create your own joy, create your own, you know, experiences, create your own memories, going out to do those things, not just sitting in a corner saying, okay, well, I'm going to wait for somebody to knock on my door and invite me to go out, or I'm going to, you know, just sit here and not do anything expects for everything to show up to me isn't going to change anything in your life. You can't get there from here. It, it's just not going to work. You, you know, you, you're, the definition of insanity is doing things over and over again the same way and expecting a different result. This is what you've been doing and you haven't gotten any changes. Guess what? Nothing's going to change. I have to consciously make the decision to try. I have to constantly make a decision to get myself out of my comfort zone. I have to constantly make a decision and put myself in uncomfortable positions because I have to get comfortable with getting uncomfortable and continue to put and meet people and go places and do things that I wouldn't necessarily want to do straight away because I'm, I'm an introvert and my first response is no. But I also know that I, I love community. I, I figure that part about myself out. I love community. I love networking. I love meeting people. I love hanging out. I love going out to dinner. I love, you know, catching up for coffee or tea or whatever it is, or just being a part of something. I love, love that. And, and it's not going to come, it's not going to show up for me. It's not, it's not going to show up on my door. Nobody's going to come knocking on my door that I don't know and say, Hey, I'm a stranger, but I'd like to be your friend. Let's hang out. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. I had to go out and create experiences. I had to go out and put myself in places where I was like, you know what? I normally wouldn't do this, but screw it. Here we are. We're just going to go ahead and do this. You know, part of this was, um, even my experience with, with going to a, a, a church in this, the new area that I'm in, um, and absolutely love it. But I, I realized that I started isolating myself prior to that. And before I was, before doing that, I was just like, every time I go out, I just felt really uncomfortable. I mean, you know, just the environment was really different here. The vibe was really different here. I, I noticeably don't fit in. I'm a big city girl and I look and dress like a big city girl in a country area. So I do attract a bit of attention when I do go out. Um, but so it made me feel like, I, why should I even go out? You know, I don't want to look like the crazy person or whatever. But um, 
going to this to this new uh to well not to, to the new church but going to the church actually really helped me in the sense of being able to create community again and being able to be a part of it was was really essential for me um it helped me to and and i'm not saying this about like church whatever like but it's because it's a unitarian universalist church but um, it, it was more about just being in fellowship. It was more about creating um, space and love and all of that. And, and being a part of that was great because that is, that's watering the seeds that I'm planting, right? The, the relationships that I'm creating there, that's watering the seeds that, um, that I'm planting, being able to, you know, be in fellowship and sing and have these wonderful focus groups and all of the things that we're a part of. It's great to be able to do that. Um, they have wonderful pagan rituals. I'm in a beautiful pagan group there. So now I'm in my own community, right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm amongst like-minded people. So being able to do that was really essential because these are people that are in that same headspace, in that same vibration that I am. You know, that, that space of love, that space of giving, that space of, you know, how do we help each other? Not, oh, you're doing well? Mm why <laughs> like nobody there is asking you why you're doing well or why are you doing this if they see that you're posting something they're like that is so fun that looks so great we're so happy for you tell us more like it's wonderful to have these relationships and being able to build off of that and it's really you know to me it's, it's really heartwarming um but i say all that to say is that these are the seeds that i'm planting but i had to i had to go out and do that because Otherwise, I would have just been isolating myself and sticking myself in a house and not going out and being miserable, and being mad at the world because everything is unfair. You know what? It's not going to be fair, but it's also not meant to be fair. It's meant for you to do something with it. It's meant for you to say, OK, well, what choices am I going to have? Because every day you have a choice. Every day you can sit here and say, well, you know what? I'm going to be miserable. And I'm going to lock myself up in here and I'm just going to you know, do whatever, or I'm going to try to create something because I don't like how this feels. How are you feeling? Are you feeling frustrated? Are you feeling uh, annoyed? Are you feel well, then what can you do to start making those moves? There, and it has to be a plan. There has to be a try. And actually, you know, we talked about this yes, in yesterday's service, uh, Sunday service, but yeah, we talked about this in, in the service, which was, you know, there is a... Um, there is a beautiful and a sacred um, just feeling and movement in trying. Trying comes along with hope. Trying comes along with faith. Trying is action. Creating that, that space of, okay, I don't need to get it right, but I'm at least going to try makes you feel like you can be a part of somebody and something. And then who is it that you're around? Who are the people that are around you? Are there people around you that can support you? Are there people around you that are telling you, well, you know what? It's probably not the best idea, but maybe this and helping and helping you in your growth. Or are there people around you that are saying, why are you so happy? Those are the people you have to be careful with. 
those are the people that you need to watch out for. The people that are in your circle and are not clapping for you, those are the ones you have to watch out for. The people that are in your in your circle, what do they say? Uh, everybody in your circle is not in your corner. That's the truth. Everybody that is in your circle is not in your corner. They don't want to see you win. They want to see you struggle. They want to be there. It's like that saying that my mother used to tell me when I when I was younger. She said she used to always say, "Be careful of crabs in a barrel." From Brooklyn, I don't know what she's talking about, crabs in a barrel. But one day she took me to Sheepshead Bay, and we actually went to go buy some blue crabs. And she said, watch. And she showed me. And she showed me how one crab would try to get out, was trying to crawl. And then there'd be two, three other ones underneath him, pulling him back down. And she said, these are the people in your life that you need to be careful of. And I, I say the same thing to you. So I've never lost sight of that, even though I didn't really understand it at the time. But I, I knew significant enough that it was important for her because my mother was not a very strong person. She, my mother was not, you know, a person to, to give all of that. But when she did, it was very profound. You know what I mean? Um, but I say that to say is that that stuck with me because now I have to really pay attention to who are the people that are trying to pull me back down when I'm elevating out or trying to get out of that barrel or just moving up. Who's behind me trying to pull me down? Because those are the people that respectfully I have to pull out of my garden. Those are the people that are never going to be happy with me or at themselves. Because it's really not me, right? It's not a personal thing. That's the other thing that I want to mention is that it's not necessarily a personal thing that they don't want to see me happy. I'm just a reflection. My happiness is a reflection of something that is missing from them their life right so we, we we can we tend to project so you know when we are um, talking to somebody about you know whatever and we're just like you know not happy about it it's because you know we're missing that in our life you know i talked about valentine's day and how sour i used to be about valentine's day yeah, it was because I was missing, you know, love and attention and all the things. And I used to have, I had a really crappy Valentine's Day my, my, uh, as a teen. And it just, for whatever reason, because I, that was the, the, the pace I set, the tone I set, it just continued to go on. Luckily that stopped. But I say that to say is that, you know, it's not personal when someone doesn't want to see you happy. It's because most of the time it's because they're unhappy in their own life. You know, they're unhappy with their, um, might be their marital situation or just their, their entire life, their home life, their, their work life, whatever it is, they're not feeling that happiness. And so when they see somebody else have it, it, it brings up the, why you, why you and not, and not me. Fuck. I worked for it. That's why. <laughs> Fuck, I, 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 I busted my ass to get here. That's why. I clawed my way out from the bottom. That's why. You know, like, shit, I deserve this. I sacrificed. You have no idea how many nights I, I went hungry. You have no clue how many nights I, I went to sleep without a meal. You have no clue how I used to cry and pray for a miracle because I had a bill coming in. You have no clue how many times I slept on a, on a, on a bench when I was younger or the abuse that I had to stay, that I stayed in, in relationships to get me to the, 
wisdom, you know, air quotes that I have now or whatever from relationships. You have no clue. You have no clue what my daily life was like. Even if I told you, you have no clue what my daily life was like for years in these abusive relationships so that when now I'm in a happy relationship and I'm fucking posting because I'm excited about it, you can't be there to celebrate with me. That's why. That's why I do it. I do it because you know what? When I was in these relationships and I was unhappy, I would actually look for people that were in healthy, good relationships because I needed proof of life that it actually existed because it wasn't existing in my life. So it gave me the, I, I actually went into this mode of, well, it doesn't exist for me, but it has to exist, right? Like somebody out there has to be fucking happy in their marriage. And I, I did, I saw, I had, I still have people in my life that I've kept like, okay, ma their marriage is strong. They've, you know, they might go through things or whatever, but they're fun couples. They're loving couples. Like they're having a good time. They're very engaged with each other. You can tell that there's this, this love, the energy, even in the photos, you can always tell there's a love, there's an affection, there's, you know, a connection, there's all of the things um, in these photos. And, and that was my proof of life. Right. That was that was something that I was able to hold on to until I got that in my life. I worked for that shit. I had to put in and change the mindset of, no, this is never going to happen because I always, you know, attract these guys. I couldn't I can't do that. I can't put myself in this mindset of, oh, I always attract these guys. Even though I did. But I did because of unhealed trauma that I didn't even know I had. Like this was. I was in just in states where I was just recycling things and putting myself in these situations because I didn't recognize where I was. And when I did and I started healing through them and I started working through them, it was working. But the problem was, is that I was still in some of these abusive relationships and, and you can't heal in a toxic relationship, right? We talked about that a thousand times. You can't heal in a toxic relationship. And so not healing in a toxic relationship causes you to never fully get as far as you could if you were healing in a healthy environment. And that's why now I feel like I'm, you know, I, I'm having a lot of, of my old triggers. I have a lot of old things that are showing up, but I'm also in a healthy environment to be able to heal those things, you know? And so I have to pay attention to, you know, like I said, who's in my garden, what, what's happening in my garden? Are we growing together? Um, are you, are you providing nutrients for me? Am I, am I able to help you grow? Like, is this, is this that partnership that we have or are you just overshadowing everything else and strangling the shit out of my plants that I've been, you know, watering and taking such good care of, you know, are you taking over my garden and, 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 and bringing everything down? What are you doing? Um, and so, so I know I kind of went off on a tangent on this one, but I did want to, to say that because um, I found it really interesting that we go into this stage of thinking that, well, I'm stage, but I think we have, a, sometimes we have a mindset of, you know, when people are in our life, they're just in our life. And like, that's just it. You just have to deal with them um, because they're, 
your mother, sister, brother, whatever. And, and, you know, that's just, it is what it is. Um, but you don't, sometimes it is okay for you to lovingly release somebody and be like, I appreciate you. I can love you. I can love you from afar, but <laughs> I'm going to love you, um, from over here and you can stay over there and that's okay. Um, but it's not a place where, um, that, that really ne is necessary for them to be in your life because they're, they're not, they're not going to bring you the love and support and understanding and all the things that you might actually require. And it's may not necessarily be that you need to be understood, but it feels good to be valued. If I can't be valued in your life, then why am I in your life? What's the purpose of me being in your life? If you, if, if I can't value you, what am I bringing to you as a mother, sister, brother, you know, whatever, what, why am I, why am I in your life? Am I in your life just to bring you down and tell you all the wrong things that you have going on? If I can't support you and we're not doing that equally for each other, then, then we need to reevaluate re re this relationship. Now, I've been in relationships where I happily have given everything, but unfortunately the relationship went its course. And I'm talking about friendships and that's okay. And again, I don't have, on my end, I don't have beef with anybody. On my end, I can honestly say, you know what? I loved you. And when you called me at two o'clock in the morning, I was there for you. No question. Without ever saying, hey, give me in return. And sometimes those relationships start to phase out for whatever reason, right? We're just on different growths and that's okay. But again, just because you lost me as a friend doesn't mean that you gained me as an enemy. It just means that we're on two different spaces and I can honor that. And so because of where I am now, I don't understand. I don't expect, I'm sorry. I don't expect people to understand me because I'm still trying to figure out who I am as I change. And you know what? Just as I think that I figured out who I am, then I start changing again. Something else starts showing up. I have more lessons. I have more losses. I have more love. I have more different things. And I go into this evolution process because that's what you're supposed to do. So I don't necessarily need anybody to understand me because fuck, I don't even understand me. I get what he's saying to that. But even with that, I also have to look at the, the relationships that are around me to make sure that I'm not um, putting myself into situations where I'm going to be constantly be dragged down by people and energy around me. So I guess my, my words for, uh, for today are as you're planting your spring garden, um, whether that's physically in your backyard, um, or just on a mentally, emotional, spiritual level, pay, I want you to, to look around, you know, take an inventory of the relationships around you and just see maybe who needs to be replanted in a different place in your garden. Um, see who might have become a weed and needs to be taken out um, and see which relationships need to be cultivated and nourished. To, so then that way it's, it's beneficial for both ends and everybody can help each other grow and actually see if there's 
another place where maybe you can put those in a different circle so that entire community becomes this ecosystem and everybody there helps each other grow. And that's a beautiful thing because that's really what you want to do. Be a part of a beautiful collective, this beautiful community of love and empowerment. And, you know, when you don't have, let me see what I can do. And if you don't have, I have, it's yours. Same thing. You know, it's it's part of this, this mentality that everybody brings something to the table. It doesn't have to be the same thing. But as long as everybody's bringing something to the table, whether that's love, that's support, that's, you know, just space, whatever that looks like, then we can be in a collective just space of love and support and growth and um and a beautifully high frequency right of gratitude it's so so lovely that's what we want to do that's that's the space that you want to get to all right and i went on a tangent so i'm gonna leave you guys with a quote by dr maya angelou and she says love life engage in it give it all you've got love it with passion because life truly does give back many times over whatever you put into it. It was an honor to be here with you guys, as always. Um, make sure that you check out our website, www.snhcoaching.com for our services and our lovely journals. Um, and as always, y'all take care of yourselves, take care of yourselves and be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. And I will see y'all next week. Have a magical week ahead and see you guys soon. Ciao for now. <laughs>